1: Hello friends. Uh once again we are doing the Anchor Moms podcast uh via Skype because COVID is like the never ending saga. Yesterday it's Monday as we record this and yesterday River tested positive for a second time for COVID <laughs> in a in a 3 month period. Uh that's like not even supposed to be possible. I mean it. it. And this is I what I, this is the thing is. It is possible. It is possible. Um. In fact, I li- I'm I don't even know what ma- what persuaded me to test her. To be totally honest, because I was like, wait, this can't be real, right? Um. So she woke up yesterday, like ran, like totally fine all weekend. Woke up Sunday morning with like a fever, kind of a high fever, and a little bit of a cough. And I thought it was she was so fine the day before. Thought it was weird we did a couple of things around the house and I thought, gosh, I'm just going to like dig out one of those tests and just test her just because I mean, obviously a cough. Yeah. A cough and a fever. Those are, you know, those are symptoms. Sure enough, no one was as shocked at me as me as when the test came back positive. I'm negative. My husband is negative as of right now. Um, and I don't know why I was so shocked because I'll be honest as a news anchor, I've been doing stories for weeks now about people, this new variant, uh, you, you have less and less immunity, even if you were already and like recently infected with COVID for a while there, the idea was, is you would get COVID and then you'd have like 90 days or a couple of weeks where you didn't have to worry about having COVID because you had just had COVID. So, um, anyway, it's, you know, yesterday I cried. I felt really, I felt guilty Um, because, you know, River's been going to ballet, she's been going to camp, she's been going to swim lessons, not wearing a mask. Um, And I, you know, as a parent, you just really, you feel, gosh, responsible for the fact that your kid is now, you know, COVID positive twice in a 90-day span. And I mean, I will say this, the other thing about, I mean, other than the fact that River, you know, she has a pretty high fever, I was up all night, she had a pretty high fever. It's so disruptive to your life. Mm -hmm. Um, our, you know, I can't have our nanny come because I don't want her to get COVID again. You can't go to work. I I can't go to, well, right. Because I don't have childcare. I can't go to work. Um, I think work has opted at least here for these first few days. I, even though I'm, I'm negative and I'm vaccinated at this point, I, you know, I work maskless for two and a half hours with people anchoring a show. So anyway, I don't, I don't blame them at all. Um, but anyway, it's just it's just very it's just very disruptive. Yeah. Um, and I, I hope that River gets better. I have a call into our pediatrician. I hope I don't get COVID again, but I don't know. We'll see. Stand by. So yeah, anyway, so I'm going to tell you if this is like if you needed like a, like a reminder, I'm here to tell you. Yes, indeed. You can test positive for COVID twice, even if you have just recently had COVID. Yeah. And we have no idea where it came from, I guess. Oh, gosh, no. And I've stopped even trying to. Yeah. I feel like we're even beyond it. that point of, like, oh, my gosh, like, who knows? Uh, honestly, Yeah, yeah. who knows? Who, yeah. like, literally, who knows? You know? Do you feel who like knows?
0: the, I know she's, like, not feeling great. Do you feel like it's, like, as far as you, I know it's one day in,
1: like, is it worse this time around? I or don't know. I, I, I will say that she woke up, like I said, in the middle of the night last night with a very high fever. Very high. Um... No, I don't think it's worse. I hope it doesn't get worse. I think it's about the same. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, again, I don't know. I, I, I can't tell. I'm a better today. I cannot tell you how out of sorts I was yesterday. Like I said, I just, uh, you know, now I, this is the problem with COVID is like, what happened? So now, you know, what if I get reinfected in a month? Am I going to have to take another uh-huh. couple of days mm-hmm. off work? If Brian, you know, it's just. It's kind of, like I said, the never ending saga. And I guess just, you know, it's like that old saying, like one day at a time, mm-hmm. one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Well, you can probably tell my voice is not up mm-hmm. to par. Um, I had
0: a cold right before I went on this to this big family reunion. And I was so nervous. I knew and I knew, you know, you. Kind of, I don't know. I feel like you can kind of tell now, like you knew you had that intuition that I should test her. And I've tested myself multiple times and don't have it. But yeah, you still just get nervous of like, oh gosh. Yeah. You don't want to be the one to to bring it into a group. Um, it's hard because I feel like so much of life is getting back to normal and we are kind of not quite as strict about it as we used to be. But at the same time, it's still there. And if we give it to somebody elderly, it can still yeah. be bad. You know, I know. I mean? and it's I'll just, just tell so you, hard. my
1: my new plan and I I don't know what else to do. What like river. We're all going to, I'm just going to start masking up again. I don't know what else to do. I, I don't, I can't, uh, again, not only do I not want to get COVID again for health reasons, I, I can't continue to take time off of work every time somebody in my immediate family gets COVID. So I, you know, right now, obviously we're all quarantining at home, but I'll tell you, River's going to wear a mask at dance. She's going to wear a mask at camp. I'm going to wear a mask at work when I'm not anchoring at the grocery store. Like, because I don't know what the alternative is, you know? Right. And it's, it's yeah. like, it's just, oh, it's like fresh. I mean, I'm not going to dig too deep on this podcast right now, but it's, uh, it's, it's, I, I feel, imagine. I feel really frustrated and I feel bad for her. And like I said, I feel like, Uh, I I will give Brian credit. He has been the past couple of weeks like, hey, should River be wearing a mask at dance? You know, uh, like this new variant, um, hospitalizations are ticking up, cases are ticking up. Should River be wearing a mask at like, you know, this and that? And I've been like, it's fun. We just had COVID. No, like, let's. Mm -hmm. He was right. He was right. He was right. So anyway, Mm -hmm. that's my like, my PSA this week is like, yes, my friend, it can happen. It can can happen to you because it happened to me. Oh, oh, I'm so even sorry. Even the pediatrician, I, I called and left a message for the, the. I talked to the nurse today, the pediatrician, and even she was like, "Wow, really?" And I was like,
0: "Yes, yes, yes. Yep. I would not make this really. up. This is, it would not be a fun thing. Really, think. really." So oh, anyway, what do you um, need? I, do you, do you Josh, need I mean, honestly, I don't know. Like, I
1: need like, no, I need like, pr- I mean, I don't even know what I need. I need like, if you could send me over like a dose of, it's funny as we are recording this, of course, river is, she does not feel well. She's sick. And I po- you know, I'm podcasting in my room right now. Brian is actually home today. Um, but she is watching a movie with her headphones on. Cause she like, didn't want to be away from mom. Cause she doesn't feel well. So, I mean, you know, just send me some like, I don't know, patience, prayers. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> we'll be okay. I mean, honestly, ultimately, as long as she doesn't get super sick, we'll be, we'll be fine. But right, like I said, right. it's just, it's really like, you think you kind of like you get through it and, and mm-hmm. it, I don't know, we, we haven't, I mean, I guess this is like the new reality of our life, you know? Right. Right. So oh,
0: I'm so
1: sorry, yeah. friend. Thank um, you.
0: All right. Let's, let's get to the first article. Okay. Um, this is funny. Well, it's actually not very funny, but, uh, and the, the title is I never went to the bathroom alone and ended up in the hospital. Yes. Um, this is a woman who had stomach pain. Um, you know, finally her husband said, I'm going to take you to the ER. She goes, she thinks it's appendicitis. She's like, let's just skip the CT scan. It's going to be appendicitis. Anyway, they make her do a CT scan. Guess what? It was not appendicitis at
1: Constipation.
0: all. She yeah. had poop. All Mm -hmm. the way up her large intestine and into her small intestine, which Mm -hmm. I didn't even think could happen. Um, Turns out she had been taking care of her grandmother, who's on her deathbed, basically, and her own children, who are four and six, which we all know is a lot. Um, And so she literally wasn't taking the time to go poop. Right. And it backed up so much that she had to go to the ER and Mm -hmm. the the end diagnosis from the doctor was stress because she's too overworked and overloaded to even go to the bathroom. Yeah. Um, You know, she'd had a couple of C-sections. So there's also the possibility that it could have been some like scar tissue buildup, but basically if, uh, as, as you, as your reminder about COVID, here's your reminder to Go to, to the poop. bathroom when you need to. To poop. Yes. Yep. Yes. To poop when you need to. And it's funny when she, in the article she said that the doctor asked when she'd had like her last bowel movement, and she couldn't remember. And I, mm-hmm. as I'm reading this, thought, I mean, I have no idea when I this might be uh-huh. TMI when I pooped mm-hmm. last. Right?
1: Like I don't. Yeah. You know,
0: as a mom, so you might be tracking your kids, but you're not tracking yourself. Uh
1: huh. And I'm like, I'll just be honest. This is like totally TMI. Oh, hold on. We got we got a request for another movie here from the uh, okay, River Brigade, okay. from the the COVID Brigade over here. Okay, choose it. Uh-huh. Okay, you choose it. Uh, this is TMI, but I don't. Maybe a lot of people I, like. There's nothing worse to me than like constipation. In fact, with my endometriosis, one of like the symptoms is um constipation. So like I feel like I can't tell you when I like went to the bathroom last because I'm constantly like just really yeah. like on just worried about it. Yeah, because I mean. <laughs> if you've ever been like I mean you had c-sections and that kind of stuff so you know anytime you take like and and after my like gallbladder surgery and my endosurgery like you know you you have to take medicine because that you know the um the anesthesia will sometimes make you constipated anyway long story short I'm always like no I cannot I cannot I do not want to be constipated so but it is funny and I this is like totally throwing dads under the bus but we talked about this I think in a recent podcast Mm -hmm, that like mm -hmm. dads are like it's like 8am on Saturday morning and like Brian like takes his coffee in the newspaper like into like our bedroom and it's like mm-hmm. all right see mm-hmm. and I'm like see in 30 you know yeah yeah so one day a couple of weeks ago we were like talking about like you know just basically like you know we were like traveling and like you know bathroom issues and all that kind of stuff anyway TMI I was like I mean have you like ever I mean being constipated is terrible have you ever been constipated and he was like what no. I was like yeah like constant he was like like never like I had a knee surgery like twenty years ago, and maybe I was like kind of concerned about it, but like, gosh, no! Like it was like such a foreign concept to him that like, I just think that's like classic dad, yeah, right, dad, right? Dads take the time. They, they, yeah. He's they, like, they, yeah. why wouldn't you just poop? Like, what do you mean? Like, you just go to the bathroom. you, you don't have time, because we don't have time, and just we don't have time. Poop.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, um, I, yeah, I this, fell poor for woman. this woman, I felt yeah. this woman and I can totally mm-hmm. see how it could happen. Cause again, I'm like, yeah, yes. I, I can totally, I can totally get it. Um, but her kind of point of the article is, Hey moms, don't forget that, you know, this can happen and take care of yourself. Make time yeah. to go to the bathroom alone.
1: Yes. Do your thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, and ultimately, like you said, it was like a diagnosis of stress and it sounds like she has figured it out but uh i'm not i mean i read this article and i was like i'm not this doesn't surprise me like i could see this happening to any mom out there so yeah just uh you know take take the time take the time ladies mom's the word Are you guys tired of my like book recommendations? Does anyone out there actually? No. Does anyone out there actually take my book recommendations? I think people love to
0: read a good book. It's funny. We were, we were just on family vacation and, um, yeah, I see all these people reading good books and I'm like, wait, what is wrong with me that I can't have time to read a book, but I think other moms do. I don't know. Maybe when your kids are older, I don't know. But anyway, I love the book recommendations, and I'm keeping a secret list, Katie. And
1: someday I'm I'll bet you are. Sure. Sometimes I'll have friends like text me like, "Hey, like, um, I'm going on vacation. like, I need like a good book." And I'm like, "Did you listen to the podcast? Like, come on." Uh, okay. So this one, this is a this is a uh like it's kind of like a memoir. It's like a this is a nonfiction. Um, it's okay. called "Tell Me More," um, written by Kelly Corrigan. It's actually on my like bedstand stand right here. We're Skyping okay. so you can actually see it. Um, it's st- stories about the 12 hardest things I'm learning to say. Um, mm-hmm. And basically she talks about, it's like the things in life that are important to say um, and how the things we say matter. Um, and, you know, just ways in which we can communicate better. Hi, babe. Hi, babe. Um so just a couple of them are uh no. Mm-hmm. She talks about how it's just really hard to say no, even to her kids. She has two kids. She's a mama too. And just how she has like struggled to say no to her kids. No, I'm not gonna buy you that Barbie doll. Like, no, you can't have a temper tantrum right now in the store. Like, no, you can't do this. No, you can't do that. But also just to like people in general, plans, friends, relatives, <laughs> mm-hmm. whatever. She gives some good examples. Um this is one that I'm, like, learning as well uh, as, like, I go along with life. I think sometimes people tell you their problems and they want – you think they want you to, like, like, help them solve it, but instead they just want you to listen. And so that's where the name of the book comes. Um, tell, like, just tell – like, just tell me more about your problem and, like, tell me more about what you're going through, less, like, let me solve this. Brian and I talk a lot about that. And yes. the other one that um, I thought was good, and she says this applies for kids, is like, it's okay to say, I don't know. Like, to your kids, like, you know, do we believe this or do we believe that? Or like, what's the right way? And it's okay to be like, you know, I don't. I don't know the answer to that. Like let's let's figure it out together. But like it's okay to live in a world where you're not sure of the answer. Like everybody's so quick to have like this is what you should do or like this is the right way and this is the wrong way and sometimes it's like braver and harder to say like I don't know what the right way is, but I'm working on it. Anyway, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I, I love find it. myself Uh, Yeah, I've been reading it for, you know, a couple. I read this one and then I read a fiction one like on and off. And um, I find myself like thinking about this one, like falling asleep and thinking about the good advice here. And she's funny too, Kelly Corrigan. She's written a couple of books. She's a cancer survivor and has a couple of books about that as well. So Kelly Corrigan, tell me more. We'll link it in our um, show notes. Perfect.
0: When I'm done finally with Baby Wise, I'm getting on it.
1: Are you still reading Baby Wise? Like, my no, God, I just, Karen, like your kids are like, oh, your oldest is seven. What are you, uh, you're well, like still no. flipping through the chapters? What's happening? No, I d-
0: I'm not really reading it. It's on my bedside table always because I always have like a kid, go- you know, like I'm like, okay, let, yes. me-, let me like yeah. check when Sam's supposed to switch to two naps, you know, that's, right. like the only book right. that's like in my house. That's I got you.
1: I got you. All right, you'll get there. You'll get there. Yeah, someday. Um, all right. Speaking of things like baby wise and advice books, um, mm-hmm. this next article is um, from the Financial Times, and it's a a woman talking to. Uh, she's an economist, and she ended up writing parenting books. Her name is Emily Oster, um, and the title of the article is like, "When you write about parenting, everything is polarizing." Um, and so anyway, this economist, like she writes these books and, and her, her big tenet is how data can help our kids. And so the economist is pregnant with her first kid. She goes to lunch with like a colleague who's also a professor and the professor like chastises her for like ordering a diet Coke while she's pregnant. And she's like, wait a second, like what's the real data on like, if you have some caffeine and you're like second trimester, like everybody has something to say, but like some of this stuff, like, isn't actually backed up with numbers. And so her big thing is, is like using numbers, crunching numbers, to create a more relaxed world for pregnant women. I, so let me just tell you, I was like, interesting, She's gotten a lot of pushback because sometimes she'll say, like, hey, COVID rules are too harsh in schools, because here's like the specific data about how many kids like actually get COVID in schools and people get angry at this data. She also has like a website called Parent Data. And I looked it up and I'll just tell you, do you know what one of like the first articles was? This is so COVID twice yes what are the chances that your kid gets COVID twice and I thought it was funny the answer was like well if you're looking at these like numbers and all the people that have written to me like not very likely and I was like oh well that's that's like (laughs) kind of interesting because she's not saying it's impossible but like and she talks Mm -hmm. about how like her numbers are kind of skewed because it was like hard for her to like take the data whatever whatever okay hold on one second So anyway, I thought it was interesting, and I do think there's something to be said in, like, the world that we're living in where, like, COVID information is kind of, like, it's, like, an ever-evolving thing. Go ahead and choose it, honey. It's an ever-evolving thing. I thought it was interesting to have somebody who's, like, actually, like, crunching real numbers. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like I was like, what? Like it would be nice to know like what are like the hard, real, fast numbers for this kind of stuff.
0: You know? So go ahead. Yeah. I love this. You know, I obviously am an investigative journalist. So I am all about the numbers. I'm like every I feel like so many things in life, people are like arguing about stuff. And I'm like, let's just look at the numbers. Like what are the numbers? like, (laughs) Like where are the numbers? What do the numbers say? Um, Don't so I, I love this approach. I'm always like, tell me the data, give me the specifics, like, let's get the facts and then we can go from there. Like, why yeah. would we be making decisions and judgments and perspectives uh-huh. without like the true info? Yeah. Um, so I love it. And I, I think, and I also like, just personally, I love that she is leaning more on the side of let's not be too over the top here with all these rules and regulations Cause I feel like both in pregnancy and kind of in life, I kind of agree, you know, I mean, not that I'm going to go crazy with things, but uh, you know, I don't know. You just worry that we've taken things a little bit too far. And if you take a step back and look at the data, yeah. Like, why are we, you know, doing all these extra things that maybe don't need to be done? I don't know. Yeah.
1: It's just so hard because there's so much information out there because, like, for every person who's crunching these numbers, there's, like, somebody out there. It's, like, we're really living in, like, the world of, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's just interesting because this is, like, this is the problem when you – it's just, like, again, with, like, this, like, the chances of your kid getting reinfected with COVID in a 90-day period, like, (laughs) this is the problem with, like – oh, well, like, don't worry, like the chances of that happening, like not very high, except for like, tell that to like the three people that it did happen to. Does that make sense? Like, this is like, I think that's like, what's hard. And I think as a parent, you're always trying to do your best. And maybe this is where it's helpful as well. Because like, you know, again, in the world of COVID, like, oh my gosh, like at some point, like river has to go to ballet. Like she has to like live her life. And if you're looking at numbers and you're like, well, I'm making the best decision, like based on these statistics, like maybe that's like the best we can do at this point. Right. You know, right.
0: right. And you can say, it's look, hard. I did the research. This is what I thought we were going to be fine. Correct. You know, uh, So yeah, we should be fine
1: yeah you should but I mean I think her website I'm like this is interesting and I'm gonna like bookmark this just because Mm -hmm. it answers like a lot of it's a lot if you're a parent right now living in the world of like COVID it answers a lot of things that you're like you should it's a good tool yeah like I -hmm. wouldn't take it as like the gospel but I wouldn't take anything I read on the internet as gospel but I would it's it's an interesting parent data especially as we talk about like you're enough to go back to school next month I thought it was like very helpful and uh I kind of like Emily Emily Oster, even though it's funny I- in acadam- academia. She said that she gets a lot of pushback because people are like, "I'm sorry, you have like a parenting website." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. They expect her to be like much. I guess it's not high minded enough for her for for her colleagues. And
0: her but. book is called Expecting Better.
1: Yes, and right? she has yeah. um, and Kribshi. She actually has a couple of parenting books. Actually, I thought about you because I felt like. Since you're a baby wise person, like you might like some of like, just, I know that you like, like hard numbers and hard fact. I'm kind of like a more like, I'm going to feel it out kind of person, but I know Mm -hmm. that you're a little bit different. And I thought that you might enjoy some of her books. So this is what I need you to do. Um, When you're done with this podcast and parenting your four children, go ahead and read those books and then give us like a review next week. Okay. Yeah, I'll get right right on on. it.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good. Got plenty of time. Okay. Um, Okay. So the last article today is called, you don't need a boy for that. Um, this is interesting. Uh, this is a, it's a mom who is admitting. Yes. Her view from home. Right. That's what the the website is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, she's admitting that she really wanted a boy and guess Mm -hmm. what? She had not one, not two, but three. Yes. Um, and she says, you know, I know my kids are healthy. I need to just be grateful for what I have. But like, if I'm being honest, I really wanted a boy. Like, I'm just going to say that um and so she goes through a lot of the um you know gender and how much it matters with your children and stereotypes and all of that um she actually the title comes off of because i'm sure everybody's seen by now that hashtag girl dad uh boy mom and i didn't i guess i didn't really read up that where it all came from but uh kobe Bryant's daughter right Gigi, who passed away And that's where the girl dad, uh, hashtag because Kobe Bryant, yeah.
1: Kobe Bryant had all girls. So he was like hashtag girls. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so, uh, and then apparently his daughter, Gigi, uh, when she was little, someone had said to Kobe Bryant, well, you really need a son to pass on your basketball legacy. And she said, I got this daddy. You don't need a boy for that. Which I thought was of course so sweet. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's kind of where the title of the article comes from. Um, but and I have to say, I, I, you know, was so lucky that we had a girl and then a boy right away. And so we never really had to deal with that only one gender. But we have um, plenty of friends who have three of one or the other, two of one of the other. Um, you know, and I always thought to myself, what would I do if I, you know, Do you need, like, you know, do you want to have both and kind of have that experience with either, whether you're wanting a boy or a girl? Um, So I think it's something that a lot of people deal with and a lot of people wonder about, whether it's, you know, you didn't get the gender that you maybe wanted or that Mm -hmm. you didn't get the other gender, right? Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, So, you know, it's funny. When I was pregnant with River and I found out I really wanted a boy just because I thought that I was, like, going to be, like, a better boy mom. Boy mom. Because... Mm -hmm. Boy mom, yeah, just because I mean, we talk about this, although like, I,
0: I like now, I think you're a great girl mom. Uh,
1: yes, that was my gonna what, what I was gonna say is so now, now that I know that, like, and I remember like actually expressing to somebody that I was like disappointed that River, she has her headphones on, that River <laughs> was gonna be a girl. In fact, that's why she's named River because like River was my boy's name, and I was like, I mean, I don't have another name, like, this is my name, is so, yeah. so, I mean, so you know, because traditionally River is usually a boy's name, but anyway. Um, I remember them being like, well, I mean, I wouldn't say that out loud because like, that's like rude. Like some people can't have like kids at all. And I was like, Oh, like, okay, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm not, I don't want to mention there's some, somebody very close to me in my life who has was, has been, um, like express some disappointment about not having the opposite sex. And I remember like them being like, Oh, like, I just, you know, I don't want to be a girl mom or I don't want to be a boy mom. And I was like, you know that that's like a social media construct, right? Like right, that's like right, a, right. something on like, there's no such thing as like hashtag boy, mom or girl, mom. Like that's not in real, real life. Real. Yeah. Like when our parents were like having kids in like the eighties, they weren't like, my mom wasn't I'm, like, well now I'm a girl mom. Like that's like made up social media influencer, like talk. That's not real. real so like, yeah. I would not get caught up in like, I'm a boy mom or like a girl mom. Um, so this is what I'll say is like, before we had fertility stuff, I really wanted a boy. Cause I, you know, you do think that you want to like have, both. Ex, well, you want to have like experience both. Like I wanted mm-hmm. Brian to experience like having a son, but then like the further we got into like our infertility stuff, I was like, dude, like, I don't like what, like I literally, like I could, I could care less, like legitimately could care less. And it made me think about that person who told me about like, uh, you're being like insensitive. And I was like, you know what? Like, I do think it's kind of like I would be very careful about who you like express that to because I do mm-hmm. think it is one of those things like what like you can you can do all the things whether or not you have like mm-hmm. a boy or a girl and I, I kind of wondered is it like contribute to those like stereotypes by right, like right. hashtag boy mom girl mom I want a boy I want a girl I want to do this I want to do that like what like well, it, says,
0: I, it, it says in the article which I thought was really yeah true, you know when you're snuggling that baby in the middle of the night like, you're not thinking like, Oh, I'm so glad you're a boy. I'm so glad you're a girl. Like, no, you don't think at all. Like when I think about my kids, I mean, you know, you just don't think you think about them and their personality and and their life, you know?
1: And I just wonder, is that something like, I wouldn't like once I had a kid, I really realized that like, it literally, like, it doesn't matter whether or not it's a boy or a girl, but like, it, maybe it takes that, like, no. and I don't want to take away, like, listen, your feelings are your feelings and it's like valid if like you're like disappointed mm-hmm. that you're having a girl or disappointed that you're having or whatever. But I like truly believe like the universe God gives you like exactly um, now I, if River wasn't a girl, I would be like I lo- I like can't imagine her being like anybody else And this is what I told mm-hmm. my like close person in my life like what like you feel like go ahead like I feel that way right now. like I would allow yourself to feel that way but like just know like once that kid's here, you're like, not going to care matter. like you're totally not going to care and it's going to be exactly mm-hmm. that kid is going to be like exactly who they're like no, to be.
0: no one's ever like looking at your kid being like oh gosh I really wish she had been the other gender
1: you know what I mean like
0: no you just no. love your kid like you love your kid you're never
1: gonna like correct you know but I'll bet other people do say things to like you know you and I both know somebody who has like three girls mutual friends mm-hmm. I'll bet people I bet that if you ask to them they have had people say like you going to try for that boy or oh, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. The, you know, which is like mm-hmm. such a, like, you know, just be careful what you say, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, just be careful mm-hmm. what you say, because it's, I, you know, it's, that's rude, you know, it's yeah, rude. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. It's kind of taking away, like a baby is a baby and a kid is a kid and a, like a person is a person, human human, is human. you know? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah. That being said I know that it's it is a struggle It's so like some people if like you really were hoping for like one gender or the other like I would say this take a week feel bad about it and then I'd get over it. Mm-hmm. That's my Yeah best. yeah yeah. Give you give yourself a minute <laughs> and then be like, wait, right, I've got a healthy child.
0: Let's just move right. on." Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. When of the week like, um, um, do you have a win for us, Katie? I mean, I you're do. like, so yeah, I feel bad that you have the win this week because you're like yeah. dealing with COVID times two.
1: Listen, what's I, your win? You know, no, <laughs> yes, like, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, we might have talked about this on the show. Like, we, you know, we spend a lot of time at a lake here near Western North Carolina, and we have this awesome membership at this like community pool. Um, so we spend a lot of time in the water. And River, who's like kind of a cautious kid to begin with, has not been super jazzed about swimming. Like she wants somebody, she wants to like swim on someone's back. Like she was like nervous about getting in. She always wanted to be, she's four now. She always wanted to be at like the, at the baby pool. Well, I don't know what happened. But, like, two weeks ago, over the 4th of July, like, her life – something something clicked. And now River is super excited to, like, put on her life jacket, put on her floaties. She loves to go to the pool. She, like, was, like, jumping in with her cousins into the lake, which was, like, you know, literally the day before she wouldn't have done it. So we did yeah. enroll her in some, like, more um, personalized swim lessons. She's only had a couple of them. I don't know if that – I don't know what the answer is, but I'll just tell you. It's been super fun watching her finally like get it, get and in be it, interested. Yeah. And I just like I would love to know what the like, what the turning point. Like you know, you just right, really right, wish right. you could like talk to your four year old. Like what was like right. the turning point? What, like what, what finally? Yeah, yeah. Yes, and now it's to the point. Hi, babe. And there um, she is. Yeah, ready there she to is. jump in. Uh, ready to jump in? Yes. Uh, so I'm just. I feel. Now of course now I'm like terrified because I'm like you know you like know that you will sink without this floaty right, and without right, this like right. life jacket like we're still actually working on like the real swimming part it's just mm. the fact that she's like willing to be- yeah like she's interested she's willing to like put on that life jacket and jump in the water and like do it so um, I think like again this is from the outside as I tell this story it's like super lame but Brian and I like laid awake like the night of Fourth of July like. This, this is so incredible... proud
0: of River that she's like finally like wants to be like a lake kid, you know. So yeah, yeah that's well, it's, win this it's
1: week. funny because
0: and I my older kids were more like that, but of course, as as we know, Bennett is the opposite of of River in many ways. Yeah, and then you've got Bennett who literally cannot swim to save her life, but just jumps in and has at said community pool jumped in no floaties like we've had that's what her. i'm that's what i'm yeah. right now i'm like, like she's now all in I'm but about the opposite the spectrum
1: yet. yeah exactly yeah. exactly it's exactly because so you do one, want like, them oh. to be
0: you want them to be into it but then you're also like and in fact my yeah. older kids the other day when we were at the pool said so what happens if you drown what does that really mean and i was like oh, oh gosh. gosh and i almost like was you know sometimes you, they're little you want to like kind of sugar and i was like yeah. i have to tell some i was like well you know, if you can't breathe underwater, you die. And they're like, "Yeah, oh, oh. yeah. Right. And which I hated to like say it like that, but no, I, feel I feel like, like had like, to so that I they mean, had to be like, okay, this is serious. When mom says like, don't jump in without your life jacket on. Like this daughter. is, this is legit. Sure, honey. Um, so yeah, anyway.
1: To you. Sure, honey. Yeah. That's no, I mean, it's very I've, exciting um, that she's uh, into it. I, I've had to tell her this. We've had to have the same conversation nah. just because she's been like, I, I'm just worried that she thinks like, she just doesn't get the like some fairy between, comes like,
0: and like brings you back to the top right, right?
1: and i'm like no 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 so mm-hmm. anyway uh yeah like well we or... after she gets
0: over covid we need a pool date Let's so we can like see the, see the see pole. the kid in action
1: yeah here. yeah, yeah. Love it. yeah. Okay, okay well
0: um we hope river gets better thank you um and we're thinking about you and I hope everyone at home has a good week and try to stay steer clear of covid if you can i will we will all right bye
1: guys thanks for listening okay. See ya. Ingle Moms, the podcast. Thanks for listening.